everybody. What's going on? Welcome to the All Pro Jaffa's uh, PVP podcast where we bring you the highly elevated sports talk for the highly elevated sports fan. I am your host, JP, and alongside me, as always, the 610 Beast from the Southeast, Mr. Country K. Hey, Kanichiwa, people, but I got a bone to pick. Why the fuck you send me that first, I mean, that last goddamn clip that you just got the new one? Oh, you, oh, the last one? Yeah, oh, you yeah, never yeah. Me that shit, man. I thought it would. I thought it would surprise you. That was dope. Great surprise. <laughs> that was dope. I that was like. Oh. <laughs> I, had to, I was telling my old girl right now. I was just like, "All right." I told this motherfucker. I'm like, "If we're not gonna use Streamyard, I'm gonna delete this goddamn Chrome off my computer." And I, I told her straight up. I was like. I said, this is production value. I said, Josh was right. I said, going to StreamYard was great th- a great choice. This thing right here, the countdown, all of this shit, the pre-show shit, I'm like, yes. I told I told him, like, if we weren't going to do it, I was going to be opposed. But if we're doing it, I'm with it. That was just all, oh, yeah. that was my standpoint. But I feel like that was fucking dope. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had, I had really thought of it. I mean, again, the last straw... I mean, hold on. Before I get into it real quick, this episode brought to you guys by Popple, uh, the number one digital business card platform in or for teams and individuals. Um, oh, shit. Hold on a second, guys. I might have just <laughs> fucked up majorly here. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No. I just got it. It's carbon fiber. It better be good. Okay. You guys already know, Popple, uh, number one digi- digital business card platform for teams and individuals. Go to popple.co and use the promo code PVP family for 25% off your order, uh, or for 20% off your order, sorry. At checkout, Popple, we help professionals network better. Um, yeah, no, I, so especially when we went through that shit with Zoom, where where everything just got deleted, all the recordings, everything they just did not exist. It says um, view uh, view the thing. Tried to view it, it just said the files don't exist. I was like, what the fuck? And yep. even like, and I tried it again, even brand new one, right off. I got the email saying, oh yeah, it's ready to look at. Went and viewed. Does not exist. I I couldn't even have time to put it into a USB drive or anything else. It just did not exist. So at that point, I was just kind of like, all right, maybe this is kind of a sign to, because we had been talking about it for a while, or at least I had been talking about it for a while, um, to move on to something with better production value and something that at least was better looking to the eye um, than basically just seeing an empty black background screen with our faces and then you see Zoom at the bottom right corner. Like, you know, that's not really, again, uh, necessarily enticing to the eye. So uh, last week uh, we had taken the week off um, and we, or myself, I basically... uh, went out to use the Fiverr and outsourced a lot of the projects and everything like that and looked up uh, 
uh, the different overlays to get those done and the intro videos. I'm going to get outro videos uh, done pretty soon. That's the one thing, the only thing basically um, production wise that I don't have is the outro video. Um, but for everything else on here, we've got every, you know, format for when, you know, Mad Sticks comes and does his, we have the three person, uh, overlay when we have another guest, when it's the three of us, there's four person over. We, I mean, we've got it all to make it look good. And then on top of that, whatever videos or anything like that, that we can, like, if we wanted to have, Hey, people take a look at this. You know, this is what was said by the, you know, how on the radio you get sound bites of what people said and stuff like that. Well, with us, since it's visual, you'd be able to see it here and we, you could be able to hear it on the auto, audio version on Spotify. Um, so we get those, upload them into the system when we're done or when we're ready to use it and, and show what was said. Click on it. It comes up. Boom. Real easy, real simple. Like the more I play around with it and kind of mess around um, the way things look, the more I really like uh, the decision um, further beyond that. And then on top of that, instead of being live on YouTube, on the Bernada Bros Productions YouTube channel, we're also live on Facebook. We're live on Twitch. And we are live on the All Pro Joppos Twitter page. So there's four different streams that we're streaming on now, other than YouTube. So this whole uh, this whole thing, um, I felt was definitely one of those things that. All right, let's let's be about some action now. I've been talking about it, been talking about it, talking about it. Let's let's finally get it done. Let's finally see what it looks like, and. Uh, you know, shout out to the people who helped out with the overlays and the intro videos and everything and the countdown clocks, um, you know, getting the, see on the overlay here, you got, we got the sponsors here. We got Ray's, Mountain Mike's, Popple, Groundbreaking Enterprises, Gunner Sports and all that stuff on here. So it's just kind of, you know, looking at it, I'm kind of proud of the, the outcome. We can see on the comments here from every single spot whenever anybody wants to send a comment we can boom bring it up on the screen for everybody to be able to see it um i'm sure everybody at this point knows how Streamyard works but it's just one of those things at least for myself i'm pretty excited to uh um play around with this more and and uh see where it can really go <laughs> big smiles big smiles <laughs> Um, but in the meantime, uh, this is what we got right now. Hope you guys enjoy it. And, uh, here we go with the conversation. NBA season's, uh, over. The Golden State Warriors are once again your NBA Finals champions. Um, after taking out the Boston Celtics in game six, um, Steph, Curry gets his finals MVP. Uh, he also got the first ever uh, Magic Johnson Western Conference Finals uh, trophy. Um, he was the all-star MVP this year. 
Uh, the only thing that he didn't get necessarily was the MVP itself. Um, but he's already got, you know, two of them, one of them being unanimous and the only unanimous one. So, shout out to the Warriors. Um, glad to see them rise to the occasion. I can't lie to you, bro. Um, I'm a little like, I mean, Draymond's going to do his thing. But sometimes you just need to know when to just, 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 just shut up. You don't need to respond to everything. You don't need to, you know, and, and it's kind of one of those things. It's not like Draymond had a great playoffs, not just finals, but I mean, finals wise, he had, you know, two, three game, you know, two game, the last two games, game five and game six, where he had actually done something um, legitimate. But before that, throughout the finals, before or not the finals, the playoffs and everything before that, he wasn't really a factor. So it's kind of like, what are you doing talking when you haven't been producing? Um, but what did you think of the finals? And what are you thinking about next year? The draft has already happened, too. So, yeah, at uh, this point now, what are we looking at? So to answer your first question, the finals. I kind of knew the Warriors were gonna win. <laughs> um, soon as Boston went. Because I knew that Boston didn't have enough to actually beat them boys. That's just more of a fact of what it was. Like, Here's the thing. I think they did. It was just a matter of turnovers. Nah. <laughs> Jason Tatum shit the Bed huge in the turnover department. I mean, he shit the bed in the offensive department. I mean, if you really look at it, I mean, even, well, with, the turnovers, even are, with the turnovers, the Warriors really blowed them out one game. They played what five, six? Like they only blew them out one. Game. Are you are you really shitting the bed though? And you're averaging twenty five? Yeah, it's it's same thing like Dak Prescott. Or is it like because you expect him to be the superstar of the team, he should be the one carrying and getting all the points? No, it's you because know. you sent the text to Kobe Bryant and made it public. <sighs> you you sat there and got outplayed by Jalen Brown and Al Horford old ass. Like, come on, man. You you brought in you brought in the Mamba and you fucked around and got bit. Because I like one. I think that's kind of a bad omen when you're texting Kobe. One, he was a Laker, and you're on the Boston Celtics. I think that rivalry itself kind of cancels out that whole omen of possible good luck. If Jason Tatum was on the Lakers and he did that, we might be talking about a different story. Well, but like that would be the number one chastise from him. But at the same time, I mean, he's still getting chastised for the same thing. So it's I mean, I don't necessarily I get I get the point of them being rivals, but Kobe was mentoring him and everyone knew it. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of like it doesn't matter about the team rivalry if Kobe mentoring you prior to him passing, you know what I'm saying? So if yeah. you're gonna do all of that, you gotta do more than 25, my boy. Especially you getting 25 in garbage points. You know what I'm saying? Oh like, yeah, that's also true. That's why I was giving the Dak Prescott money. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because Dak Prescott getting all these yards when it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? So 
That's all. That's honestly, that's why I got this disgust look. With, uh, shout out to Ali Sadiq, but I got him in the back with this disgusted look because I'm like, that's why I kept saying the, I'm like the Heat would have given them a better a better uh, fight because the Heat's more defensive. Like you know what I'm saying? Like we got a well, full of Draymond Greens. Well, not not so mo- not so much as just the defensive side, but the fact that you've been to the finals before. Granted, it was in the bubble, but nonetheless, you had been in the pressure situation of the finals before. What I so most, you, of most of your team would have already had that experience. So I think it would have been a little bit more evenly matched had the Heat made it. And to be honest with you, I, I don't give a fuck what people say, but I promise you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that, take whatever Heat come with it. If Tyler Hero played, this would be a different story. We would have beat Boston ass in probably five. I'm telling you. If Tyler I mean, Boston, played, Boston was on one of those runs, though, bro. They were making it seem like it didn't matter if it was game, you know, sweeping them or going all the way to game seven that they were ready. And, nah, you know. that's, and that's what I'm saying. And they they had had only up, Jimmy only up until Jimmy. the finals. Up until the finals, they were seven and zero in games after after losses. And, and the way the thing lined up, we were supposed to beat them. You know what I'm saying? We were supposed to beat them the way it lined up, based off of that right there, that one stat. But that's why I said we only had Jimmy. We only had Jimmy. Like that's the that's the crazy part. We took them to seven with one man, essentially. Like, come on. If we if I kill her, that's on the bench, the sixth man of the year. The sixth man of the year. If he plays, come on. Our problem was our bench production, and he's the sixth man. <laughs> of the year. Like it's not like I, honestly. That's why I said congrats to the Warriors. I picked y'all to win. Because I knew Boston didn't have it. It's like, yeah, it looks it looks great aesthetically and stuff like that. Like, oh, yeah, they winning games right after they lose. But it's like, bro, like, that's going to eventually run out. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just basically showing a, a high level of inconsistency. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like from your leaders, which For is sure. Jason Tatum and, and Jalen Brown. These are your leaders. And they're inconsistent as shit together. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, come on. That, that's why I was saying as far as Miami. We had a lot of injuries, and we had, you know what I'm saying? We just had a, that's really what it was, our injuries. It really yeah, necessarily well, wasn't no, but... and stuff like that. Like, Kyle Lowry's hurt. No, he played through it. Made no excuses. He did his thing. But, again, like I said, it's it's, it's a lot of that. So, I, I congrats the Warriors, but I knew them boys were going to win. That's the first yeah, thing the Warriors beat full strength-ish, adjacent. Full strength adjacent. Curry well, I mean, now, now it's had a. <laughs> now it's at a point where I mean we had talked about it before we really took you know having Steph in the top ten and when you're talking about revolutionizing the game and everything else like that and now everybody everywhere after a, a closeout clutch goal or or shot or whatever it is because people are doing a soccer everybody's doing the fucking night night Steph walking down the like the dude is just. He's an influencer in the best way. You know, he's good for the game of basketball. He, you know, again, he's 6'3", so it gives people who are, you know, smaller a better, you know, like, well, I don't have to go, you know, bang in the paint with seven-footers all the goddamn time. I can be 6'3", and if I can have good handles, be quick, and can shoot, I have a shot. 
you know, but with, with Steph, the way he took over the finals, uh, he had that one bad game where he went 0 for 9 from the 3, which ended a 235-game streak, which that all in itself yeah, that was crazy. It, it is it's fucking impressive. <laughs> like, uh, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, hold on. He hasn't missed. He's gone every game with at least one three since 18? Yeah, it was almost four years. That shit was crazy. Jeez. It was like, it was like November 2018. I was like, God. <laughs> so hey, then I, that's impressive. I started – I started looking at look. Steph's been in the league. What he was? He was drafted in '09. So right now it would be what he going into year fourteen. In the year fourteen. Makes sense. How much longer do you think Steph got? Maybe four or five years. We're looking. Well, I mean, the NBA has changed a lot, and at the same time. Steph don't have to do as much, so his ankles are fine. So, I mean, he could play for a while. If they, can, if they continue to build the team out there building it and keeping young talent around him, I mean, it's whenever he wants to walk away at this point. And at that point, and I mean, again, the greatest shooter of all time, that shot just doesn't go away. That's not something that just, you know, disappears. You either have it or you don't. Well, that's and, hereditary and they family. Yeah, so dad had a clip and his brother got a clip. Now his little boy is about to also. I think, I think, I think he's going to take out his mama. I think Riley going to be the one. His first. Oh, she's going to go into the WNBA and just fucking shoot lights out. With the heavy clip. I'm ready for it. I'm here for it. I can tell you. Riley Curry. Think about it. Oh, man. Riley was is around the NBA the exact same way Steph was. Like he got all his kids there, not making it seem like he's just doing that. But like she was there when he won his first ring. You see what I'm saying? She was there when he was getting injured all the time. She was there. Like you gotta think about it. Steph had her the whole time. Like she was there for all of that. She grew up in that championship mentality, bro. She finna come out with the heavy clip. That I'm ready for it. I promise That's you. about to be wild. No, if that, I'm if that be... ever comes up to we can we'll call it right here. Riley Curry, WNBA, greatest NBA. shooter in WNBA history. Bro, I'm Watch. telling you, I'm, I'm clip here. it. You've seen it here first. Country K. We'll quote that on him. Riley Curry's going to turn into the WNBA's greatest shooter. Bro, clip. Young clip, I'm te- like this. Is how I know that clip hereditary. The year I think it was the year Steph shot 400, or it could have been the year before or after, but I know it was that around that time. Seth was the best three point percentage shooter. Steph had oh, the most, brother? Shot, yeah, but Seth had the best three point percentage made. I was like, that family, the whole family, man, the whole family got a goddamn clip. And Seth is technically a role player, and that's pretty fucking impressive. Like that's that, that's pretty impressive to have. I mean, that's what your role yeah. player is supposed to do, though. But so I I pose this question, and I asked the dudes on ESPN thirteen twenty. Shout out to D-Lo and Casey. I asked them, 
you know, we look at staff having maybe five, six more years, depending on how medical advances or whatever and how his game adapts. It could be more. Uh, you know, it could be, you know, less. We, we depends on what he wants. Um, let's say he somehow ekes in another championship or two, gets to six, right? And then starts to, at least at that point, creep in on top five to top three all time in scoring. Would we start to consider Steph Curry better than LeBron? See, this is the shit that I be saying right here. This is the shit that I be saying right here. This is the question that pisses me off. I asked. I, I'm not saying. I'm just saying when you got championships, all-time scoring, unanimous, only unanimous MVP, has beaten LeBron in the finals two out of three times. Was it two out of three times or three? Yeah, yeah two out of three times. It's, it's like or three out, three out LeBron of, beat him once. Three out of four, I think it is. LeBron only beat him once in Cleveland when they came back 3-1. Yeah, that's why I said three out of four. Because the Warriors, I think, had three at that point. And then, yeah, because they beat LeBron three times. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. Three, three times out of four, he's beaten LeBron. You know, yeah, he had KD for two of them, but he just did it by himself for this one. They've get, The Warriors got a pretty good group of young talent around them. Yeah. That could really help them out for the next five to six years foreseeable future. We already know the Warriors ownership has no fucking problem paying luxury tax. They have absolutely no problem. So they'll assign whoever the fuck they want. You know, if they want it. So it turns into that whole like, okay, if Steph, you know, somehow gets up there into that top three echelon of, of points scored. Maybe gets his assist numbers up a little bit more. That ain't gonna happen. I'm just saying, like, if he maybe, what's he averaging assist wise? Like six, six a game, six seven a game. Maybe. If he can up that to eight. Okay. <laughs> if he can up that to eight or not? No, like per. I mean, we're talking average wise though. We're talking about eight, nine, maybe even, you know, ten. Do you mean over his career stats, or are you saying it's just one year? I mean, from here on out. Yeah, it ain't happening. That ain't from here on, from here on out, if he could start averaging throughout the season at least eight to nine assists, no. you know, per game, with a couple of them here and there, you know, getting double doubles and all that other kind of stuff. Mm-mm. I'm just saying, like, maybe, maybe, maybe crack the top ten in assists. I don't see Steph creeping to 20 years. Let's just say it like that. I don't really? see I don't see Steph creeping to 20 years. For the simple fact of I see him walking away, like saying, all right, I'm fucking I'm done. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like that's gonna be what it is. What's it gonna mm-hmm. take for that to happen? Potentially like, <laughs> another What ring. is it gonna take? I mean five if he gets five at that point, bro, would you not want to try and go for six? I mean, yeah, you always want to go <laughs> on, on some Tom Brady shit. But, like, I, I don't 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't see that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just because the way the league's developing, the way the league's growing. That's why I said it's like the Warriors real life. The Warriors be when they go to the finals and win and shit, it's like they fucking got them. Like all of the teams they fucking play just be like, damn, they're matched up for them to win, like type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? Like when they play fucking Luca them, it was just Luca. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, not I'm not like I said, I, this year I got nothing to say. Like, you know what I'm saying? Nothing to say, really. Yeah. Congratulations. Like, the only thing I can say is them boys running away from Memphis. I promise you. It's like the like God is saving Steph from Memphis. I promise you. This is the second time. This shit has happened to Memphis. How it, it's however, however you want to cut it, because Memphis is the one who knocked them out of the play in last year. Yeah, but that that that's what I'm saying. And the one up that year, last year. That's, that's awesome. what I mean. I don't even, I don't even like look at that shit. I'm like, them boys should have just went home. You know what I'm saying? Because them boys was beat up. Like they was beat. They were just entirely too injured to make an actual strong push in the playoffs. It's like, yeah, yeah like. It that that fucking getting kicked out by Memphis though did charge the whole fucking young core team. Uh, you know what I'm saying? The whole young core charged them up to play and the beliefs into step or what Draymond is saying. So that's why I say it's like the Warriors. I get a number credit to the Warriors and Steve Kerr. Like this year, it's like it just you know what I'm saying. Like we got no nobody really ain't got shit to say other than oh if y'all play job. But even that, I'm like I'm not using it as an excuse. I'm just saying like fuck like. This is the second time y'all fucking goddamn avoided Memphis because due to injury. The first year when they when they first ring, I promise you, I had I would have put all my my life earnings on Memphis beating the Warriors. I mean, people, people right now are actually looking at it because of the fact the Warriors. I mean, <coughs> their core group, obviously, their big three with Steph, Draymond, and Clay. They're still there. They're still effective. They're still playing at all-star levels. Now Andrew Wiggins is kind of coming into his own. And he's starting to be a little bit more of what they thought he was going to be coming out of college. Jordan Poole is getting a whole lot better starting to shine. Gary Payton Jr. is starting to look like daddy out there on the defensive side of the ball. He may not be... just at daddy's point, but right now at the the young point in his career, I mean he's looking pretty goddamn good. And with the finals experience and everything else like that, that builds nothing but confidence. People are looking at them possibly repeating next year, and then if they repeat, it's kind of like one you can't deny that it's a dynasty. You can't deny that the Warriors are 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 a dynasty. And if they get a, a back-to-back, I mean, hell. <laughs> hey, like you said, luck seems to follow Steph somehow, some way, wherever he goes. Mm. And if that just so happens to turn into a fucking three-peat, you, I honestly do believe you still have to ask the question of, like, what is the reason why you would because if Steph goes and does that, what's the reason why you would hold Steph back from being better than LeBron? All right. I'll go down this rabbit hole with you, but 100% they're not winning next year. 1,000% actually. They're not winning next year. I, hey, there's, there's, there's chances. 
<laughs> nah, it's not because of like, bro. Dallas getting Christian fucking Wood, bro. <laughs> Yo, hey, go lie to you, dog. Hey, the Warriors is in trouble. <laughs> I'm not saying the, the a, West Luka's isn't going to be a big man and a score. <laughs> Christian Wood. <laughs> Hey, you know, I'm not saying it's going to be an easy ride. I'm not saying at all that it's going to be an easy ride. But, I mean. And Kawhi back. Oh, no. But, no, I'm saying based on, like, going down the rabbit hole, what you're asking. I mean, mean, people really don't have shit to say. Because, I mean, based off of how the media's. Most the mass media has jumped on like, oh, Steph is in the top ten. Steph is in the top ten. Steph is in the top ten. Like, it's like, all right, I guess you know what I'm saying. Because it's like realistically, do we actually like look at the shit? It's like, yeah, we he won those rings. Not taking none, can't take a ring away from you. Can't like you can't do it. But like, do we discredit his first rings because everybody they played was hurt and LeBron was by himself and he didn't have Kyrie and Kevin Love? It's like I yeah, mean, I don't think you do because that was pre-KD. I, I mean, I it ain't that's what I'm saying. Those two for sure discredit because they got KD. For sure. Like, I don't give a shit what nobody say. LeBron was out there by himself, essentially. <laughs> Yo, he was Bro, like, that, that was I'm gonna be honest with you. When KD showed up to the Warriors, I looked at it like <laughs> This is the most unfair God squad, essentially. That was the first time you could really call the Warriors a super team because at first it was all draft. No, it wasn't. Y'all, y'all whole bench was fucking pickups. Y'all starting five was drafts, but the whole bench was pickups. I agree with you. Well, that's what I mean. Your, your main three, yes, as I you agree. would call them, I agree. were all drafted. They were not free agent pickups like oh let's go play with each other over here yeah i agree yeah so that's one of the things that they, it, it separates them from the package and that's another argument that, it, that i think steph is doing it all with one team lebron had to go to different teams and recruit his homies to come and help him out yeah I, and he didn't he didn't really he didn't really let a spot really establish and grow long term. Yo, like if he would have, like honestly, bro, I understand what he had over there in Cleveland was dog shit before he left to Miami. You know, I understand that. So if he goes to Miami, you know, that's whatever. But if he would have just stayed there instead of like when shit started going bad, leaving, being like, all right, let. He was all about win right now. Instead of really trying to build a squad. That's why I kind of put him like, I don't put him ahead of Jordan because Jordan, like, they had to build around him. He wasn't going anywhere, but he he was like, get me what I fucking need. You know, he wasn't afraid to tell them, like, you know, we need to get what we need to get to do what we need to do. You know, that's what you get recruiting like Rodman and shit like that. But at least, like I said, Jordan was doing it on the same team. Steph, it's all on the same team with the same two guys that, you know, was drafted just like he was. And everybody around them is all just like chess pieces. 
that just happened to kind of fall into their lap. And on top of that, a lot of the young talent that they do have, minus like Andrew Wiggins and who else? Andrew Wiggins and who else? I don't, I don't know, I don't know what you're referencing right now. Are you? What still- I'm referencing is a lot of their young talent is also homegrown drafted talent. Okay, okay, yeah, all right, cool. So now, all right, it was uh, Andrew Wiggins because I thought you were going to say high draft pick. That's why I was. Uh, Andrew Wiggins is number one overall. So I, I'm. Why, Wiseman was their highest draft pick. Wiseman was at number two for them. Yeah, because they were sorry as shit that year. Right. Well, everyone was hurt. And, and I think they had a pick or some shit like that. So they had the number two overall pick. <laughs> no, I mean I think they got a pick from somebody else. Oh I, yeah, I think they had a pick from somebody else because being in a playing tournament, you still won't be that high. I don't even think you'll be a lottery team. You'll be a middle of the pack type situation. So, uh yes. So that's what I'm saying. That was a lottery pick. I think they got that pick from somebody. So for in order the Warriors to be up there, less. Nah, that that had to be it. I but, mean, but no, but, but, but that, that's the argument. A lot of the talent, they may have, you know, two or three guys that are pieces that they, you know, plucked from free agency to kind of, you know, fill in the gaps for now. Mm-hmm. But I would say that three quarters, two thirds or whatever of their team is all drafted mm-hmm. homegrown talent. Yeah, I don't deny Not that. a lot of, and, and LeBron cannot say, can he can't make that argument for himself. Yes. But here's why. Here's why, though. The reason why is because it, the biggest point. Talking, that I I no, that's fine. Because I see you got your pods in. So uh, uh, the biggest point I, I like to make as far as when people say this is LeBron by himself can take the team to the playoffs. Right. So taking a team to the playoffs, you're not going to get a high draft pick. You're not. And you're in Cleveland, Ohio. <coughs> Who the fuck wants to live in Cleveland, Ohio? I mean, exactly. So it, it's, it's easier. It's easier to say, "Hey, come live in Oakland," or "Hey, come live in the Bay." We can put you fucking in Concord. We can put you in fucking Dublin. We can put you in Wow, or you could be in Marin, like Clay, or you could be in well, here, here, here. You know what I'm saying? Like you could be in different places. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like it's easier. But in Cleveland, nobody wants to fucking be in Ohio, bro. <laughs> nobody wants to be on Ohio. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's why I'm saying, like, LeBron could never get people to go there. That's why when he went to Miami, he left because – Okay, so oh, so then hold on. How – He didn't want to fucking impede. I want to win something for home. Is it literally because that it was Cleveland, the marketplace of Cleveland, Ohio, that LeBron James couldn't get any help? Yes. Yes, because I mean he got the help after he came back from Miami. Yeah, that's why because he went and won a ring. He won two rings in Miami. People know that LeBron can win. People don't see him as a choke artist or he flames out or whatever the fuck motherfuckers were saying. Like people was giving him credit because he was now he's going to the finals consistently. Mm -hmm. Like he's going, you know what I'm saying? Like they're like, all right, let's go because LeBron gonna go to the finals. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's kind of how people was thinking. So that's how he got that. That influx of help that didn't work. A bunch of yeah. pieces that didn't fit when he went back to Cleveland the first time, including D-Wade. Because he couldn't fit in that collage of people. D-Wade and LeBron works, but D-Wade and LeBron with a, a, a cascade of people that clashes with, like, you know what I'm saying? The talent and shit. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't going to work. work. You know what I'm saying? So They even had D-Rose on their team at one point. Fucking hell. 
Yeah, but that's okay. what was going through. he was still going through a lot of shit out, off, off the court. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that really didn't work out. But, I mean, at the same time, at the same time, that's LeBron's problem. That's why he can't get talent. So I, I understand his plight and why he leaves. Like, if you are if you know, like, every year I play, we're going to go to the playoffs damn near. Like, it's, it's at a point where it's like, it's a guarantee LeBron's going to the playoffs. He missed the playoffs, what, twice his whole fucking career out of 20 years? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, you kind of guarantee he's going to the fucking playoffs. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's an like, impressive it's stat. I can't sit here and act like that's not impressive at all. That's, that's Bro, pretty fucking impressive. Half of his career, he's been to the finals. Like, I can't. Over, over half his career. Over half his career, yeah. I think he's been 10. He's been he's been in the league 20 years. He's been in the, league, uh, he's been in the finals 10 times. He's 10 and 4. He's ten. So, if he's ten and four, that means he's been into the finals fourteen times, and that would mean he would have okay. ten rings. No, no, no. I mean, not ten and four. Fucking four and ten. He's four, four and ten. Four out of ten. He's won four out of ten. So he's four and six. I'm sorry. God damn. Uh, uh, sorry, guys. I'm he's four, right now. he's four and he, six. He's four and six. Okay. He's, four six. he's been to the finals 10 times that itself is impressive i get that but 40 percent bro I, mean, I, I guess a 40 percent making it to the finals on a 40 percent clip i mean honestly bro or, like, or winning winning the finals at a 40 percent clip making it 10 out of you know however many 18 years that he's been in the league. So Honestly, bro, you got a you got a great LeBron on a fucking scale, bro, on a slope, bro. You know, I look again. I'm not gonna sit here. I'm not going to the finals. Look at that roster. I am not. Uh, no, I I I am reminded of that roster on a constant basis because I see that roster and I go, oh my god, he was insane back then. Because I remember the highlights. I remember, shit, I wore a fucking LeBron Cavaliers jersey in fucking, in middle school. Yeah. When we were looking at LeBron, I was like, this dude is something just on a whole different fucking level. Bro. I'm like, he is insane. And people forget, they switched. People start, like, teams start drafting because of LeBron. The Warriors started drafting the way they started drafting because of LeBron. LeBron was in the league for six years before Steph got there. That's like, all right, we need people who can shoot the fucking lights out. Bro, look at their draft prior to that. They were drafting motherfuckers like Monte Ellis and shit. You oh, know yeah. what I'm like Monte was yeah. nice, don't get me wrong, but that's not that's you know what I'm saying? Like he ain't no threat to LeBron like that. Like I said, I made it I made it very clear before. Like when when Warriors fans get all high and mighty about oh you they're this and that start talking a whole bunch of shit. I'm like, hold on, bro. Yeah, y'all forget y'all were the kings not too long ago. It wasn't too long ago that Chris Weber left y'all for the fucking <laughs> kings. Y'all got left for the fucking kings. Okay, it was not that long ago that y'all were still living off the hopes and memories and stuff like that of running fucking DMC back in the day. Okay? Oh, no, the motherfuckers was on We Believe. They was on We Believe. No. Oh, well, We Believe oh, in 07, but prior to 07, oh, my God. 
It was just, oh, yeah. it, it was yeah. disgusting. Nobody wanted to be in Golden State. Golden State. Fuck, I'm going to go to Oakland just to get my ass kicked every year? For what? Fuck that. Hell no. I want to be somewhere else. Everybody forgets that the Warriors were in a dog shit situation at one point. So let's uh, let's be a little bit more humble, you know, from the a little bit more like, hey, yeah, no, we were at, let's uh, let's appreciate this while it's still here, because we don't know how much longer this is going to be a thing, bro. All, it's going to take one Steph ankle injury and it's over. It's all oh, if Steph gets hurt and Tori and Steph say, all right, I'm gonna fuck with y'all. It's over. They're getting rid of Draymond. Oh, They're getting rid of Clay. It's over. They're breaking. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. A future, a future without Clay, Steph, and Draymond is something that you really got to start looking at at this point. And you really start to ask: once this era is over, does it go back to being, or is ownership going? No, we did it before. We can do it again. We already know we got young guys right now that are really talented, that can grow into something, you know, pretty special. If we keep the formula that we've been having, we can still be successful. Now, you know, obviously, nobody's Steph Curry, nobody's Clay Thompson, nobody's Draymond Green. But, you know, again, maybe Gary Payton could be that next Draymond Green, if not better than Draymond Green when it comes to the defensive side of the ball. I mean, you yeah, know. He, he just got to start by not kicking dicks. That's it. Yeah, just don't be. Yeah, just don't be doing that, and you'll be fine. You'll be perfect. Yeah, <laughs> but but that's what I'm saying. Like you're talking about Gary Payton Jr. or Gary Payton the second being, you know, a potential defensive player of the year candidate. You got Jordan Poole, who he's not like obviously he's not he can shoot from three, but he's not like Clay and Steph. Y'all getting rid of him. Uh, he in the next like two years or so, no, he getting... might he might get turned into some trade capital. Well, his contract up right now. Oh well, no, they're gonna pay. They're gonna pay him. Hundred mil. Hundred mil is that what it is? That's hundred mil for what? That's what he's asking for. For how many years? Man, it don't fucking matter if that shit four years. You want twenty five million dollars a year? That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. $33 million a year is even worse. $50 million a year sounds fucking insane. <laughs> Bro, that shit sounds dumb to me right now. Nah, bro. You made one it would, buzzer. It would, my it would literally, no, he's made more than one buzzer. Charlie. No, I'm he's talking about the one. one that actually fucking matters in the finals. Oh, that one well, in the finals, yeah. Well, a hundred million dollars. If you can stretch that into a five, six-year deal, that's not what they. That's not they, what you I'm can steal that. You can steal that. Hundred million dollars, five, six-year deal. That's a steal. You got that young talent that'll learn under you know Steph and them for as long as they're there. You guarantee that. And then when Steph, Clay, and Draymond and stuff like that are done, you finally have that cap space to be able to, you know, pay whoever it is you want to again, your superstars. Because, again, they've already proven that they have no problem paying the luxury tax. 
I yeah, they have that. no problem at all doing that. I feel that, but my all thing, all they all they care about is bringing home the Larry O'Brien Trophy, uh, and that's it. Win at all costs, whatever it is that we have to do with the draft, whatever we have to invest in for the development of our young players. Mm. You know, because they put a lot into their G League team too. Oh, the yeah. Santa Cruz Warriors. Yeah. Yeah. Was- they put a lot of development and everything like that into those teams too. So they may be in the G League, but they're getting the valuable experience and that they need and they're ready when they come up. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure Jordan Poole was the two one player at one point. Yep. Yep. So I mean he's in G League. <clears throat> That's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, the Warriors, the Warriors is doing it right. The Warriors is doing it right, and it's the perfect time to do it right. You know what I'm saying? You got, you got good leaders there right now. You got good vocal leaders, people that can go on the court and show. <coughs> you. But at the same time, you also got a, a solid coach. He giving you that insight. He was a player that won rings, and he also, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He also won rings as a coach, so it's like you kind of, kind of got to, you know, understand his perspective. Well, understand his teachings. You got to listen to him, bro. Like, honestly, I didn't want to say that. But, yeah, you kind of got to listen to him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the Warriors, the Warriors in great shape. They're in great shape. But, I honestly, I seriously believe, I'm telling you, the boys, they played well. But I seriously see them boys being beatable. Like, everybody can be beat. You know what I'm saying? That's oh, the- yeah. No, they're they're but, not. They're far from perfect. I'm not saying at all that they're perfect, but they are definitely contenders for the foreseeable, you know, at least for the next five years, the way it's set up, the way it looks. I mean, how many, how many people is in the contender spot? That's a real question. When you're talking about what, the Western Conference? Yeah. As far as, I mean, overall. Well, okay. So the Warriors. No, I'm saying not. That's not what I'm asking. I'm saying when you, you when you mention contenders, right? Right. Saying these teams are contenders. How many teams? Like how many slots do you have for the contender spot? Like maybe legitimately four or five teams. So four or five. All right, now let's do the list. So you got the Warriors. You got, I mean, at this point, just solely on the fact that LeBron is on the Lakers. Yeah, the Lakers, yeah. You know, you got to put the Lakers because, you know, like you said, as long as you have LeBron on your team, you always have a shot of making the playoffs. They have to get rid of Westbrook, but that's a whole other story. I, I, um, I don't agree with that part, but I say AD, but let's go. I think, um, I think Phoenix – is one of those teams that is like they're super talented they just need to get over the hump of being just a regular season team right now Mm. one like they fucking booker can say whatever the hell he wants to say he let luca get into his head like that that's just what it came down to um and speaking of Luca, Dallas is another team that I think. I mean, Luca is—he—he's a ridiculous player. You get him more help around him, either through the draft or, like you said, they got was it Chris Wood? Christian Wood, yeah. Christian Wood. Yeah, he used to play. You know, for just, 
yeah, just adding pieces around them and everything else like that. So that's going to do nothing but get Dallas better. So I think Dallas is in there. So that four, five. Honestly, bro, I feel like the Clippers low-key got to be in that spot because Kawhi back. Yeah. One of those machines. He's one of those machines. They- yeah, no. He if if Kawhi's clicking and the team's doing what it should be doing for the Clippers, they could definitely be in that conversation. Totally. They can definitely be in that conversation. But did I already mention Memphis? Nah, I think Memphis is on that cusp though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think I was gonna have them as my five. I got like. There's the obvious, the Lakers and the Warriors, but then you got the the Suns, the Mavericks, and you got the Grizzlies, who I are extremely, extremely good teams, at least those three out of the top two, extremely good teams, very young, but they have, you know, what the league in the next five to ten years will be probably the top five players in all of basketball. You got Ja Morant, you got <coughs> Luka, and you got Devin Booker. That's already, you know, three of the top five young stars in the league already right there. So that's what I'm saying with them. With fi- and, and then, but like you said, there are teams just on the cusp. Like they're right there. You know, they get they get one more good piece or one more, you know, good thing going their way. You know, it can work out for them. Um I mean, I know you're gonna laugh at this, but before before we get into it, let me say uh raise real quick. Uh oh, let me do it. Oh, okay, hold on. Is it up there? There you go. Go ahead. Raise energy. Hey, you guys already know them boys been with us since day one. You know what I'm saying? Hey, look, yeah, I had to give them some energy. You know what I'm saying? So they boys been with us for day one. You know what I'm saying? Make sure y'all go check them out. Them boys have won the Clash of the Cans doggone contest last year. You know what I'm saying? They wanted to get in this year? Did they yes, win? they did. Back to back. Back to back champions. Back to back. Cue to Drake. You know what I'm Woo. saying? At the same time. We're going to go make sure y'all get that 15% off by typing in Alpha Rays on your checkout. Make sure you put it in that promo code. And make sure, make sure when you think of energy, you think Rays. Oh, 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 oh. I'm adding a little bit to it. Hey, uh, hey, you brought a little music a little late, but it's okay. (laughs) There it is. But yeah, go ahead. Keep going. All right. So yeah, make sure when you guys think of energy, when energy drinks, make sure you think of Rays. Because hey, we we break, uh, debuted that thing at the doggone Bay Area Cali Classic. The players loved it. The coaches loved it. Hey, make sure y'all go check it out. You know what I'm saying? They've been with us for day one. I got to try it. I don't even drink energy drinks. I tried the uh, strawberry colada. I liked it. So hey, make sure y'all go check it out, man. They got different flavors. What's the flavor they bringing out this time, Jeffrey? Oh, they just brought out one of the limited time flavors that they had. It was kind of a vote amongst the insiders. Uh, Blue Shock is now back, and it is now a permanent flavor uh, for Ray's Energy once again. Uh, A a very big fan favorite when it came out 
as a as a tester as a top seeker flavor and then when it came out as a limited time flavor blue shock definitely uh put a smile on a lot of people's faces so good thing to have that one as a permanent flavor to have that one back repsports.com guys you guys already know promo code alpha raise 15 percent off of your order and uh demand more join the raise rebellion and like Kay said, we appreciate them for being with us since day one. Oh, see? That makes it a little bit better. See, this is why I like this. We can add hey, sure a little bit on. of a... Uh... Hey, hey, round of a fucking... <laughs> round of a goddamn applause. Oh, I got to turn my virtual background off. I got to give it to him for real. Okay, let me turn this virtual background off. Hold on. Blur, blur me. Round of applause. <laughs> Round of applause. Stream yard. Hey, y'all did y'all thing, man. Y'all got a good product here. Make sure you got to turn this virtual yes. background on. Y'all need to see my dog on beans. But anyway. This thing is going to add things. But, but yeah, like when we get back into it, that's what I'm saying. The young teams and they have you know, among the best young talent on them with pieces around them. They could be, you know, in contention, you know, for getting up there. Um, but for right now, it's just – I'm. but but like I said, I, I thought something I thought you were going to laugh at. But I live in Sacramento, okay? So constantly uh, you, I'm hearing – you know, local sports radio and everything else like that. Uh, I hear a lot about what's going on with the Sacramento Kings. Right. And, you know, <laughs> they really are kind of a lovable loser type of a team. And I think that's because of the fans. The fans are so... Uh, and you got to give it to them, man. The, the the Sacramento Kings fans are so loyal to their team, um, as bad as they are and that they have been. Um, they're still there, you know, packing the golden one center. Um, and but they have a pretty decent group of young talent themselves. Um, Demontis Sabonis, who they picked up from Indiana, will give in. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton in that trade mid-year. Um, and then De'Aaron Fox. And then now they have the number four pick and they got Keegan Murray. Um, a lot of people were questioning that because Jaden Ivey was kind of on everybody's list on the top four players and then again, even Woj came out and said it that after the top four players, there was a significant drop off, and they picked one of the guys that was supposedly part of that significant drop off at number four. And it was crazy because you hear, you know, I hear the fans, you know, they call into the shows with D'Lo and KC and everything else like that. Um, on ESPN 1320, they talk about it, and it's it's crazy because they're so frustrated because they know they're so close to actually getting there, and 
general manager decisions and everything else like that. It's just kind of like when they chose Keegan Murray, it was just you got Kings fans everywhere like, no, why? <laughs> like they were talking about, you know, trading the number four pick and getting players, you know, to really put in and start trying to make a run because it's 17 years since they've been in the playoffs. Okay. 17 year drought. Okay. Since they have been in the playoffs. <laughs> 10 different head coaches in that time. I mean, you talk about a team that is on the cusp but just can't get it together because the organization just shoots itself in the fucking foot. That's the Sacramento Kings. (laughs) (laughs) It's that team. Oh God! <laughs> 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 you know what? <laughs> oh God! I'm just saying, from what I've seen and from what I've been hearing, you know, Sacramento has the opportunity to possibly, um, at least make the playoffs within the next few years. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> that playoff, that playoff record for the coming adult. Yeah, <laughs> you talking? <laughs> it's almost legal. <laughs> that motherfucker better be able to go to the draft <laughs> this year. Every draft, <laughs> army. Mother goes to the army. Be job. able, be able to work without a permit. I'm trying to tell you, that motherfucker is almost there. He's almost there. <laughs> almost there. Shit, certain countries, that motherfucker buy <laughs> But you know what made me laugh the most? Their general manager, Monty McNair, came out and said, making the playoffs right, like, it's, and I'm paraphrasing here, it's not word for word, but this is essentially what I heard him say. Um... We're not in a playoff mandate. <laughs> Meaning, like, you know, we're not. It's what that sounded like to me was, you know, <laughs> we're not going to make the playoffs this year, oh, and we God. don't think it's mandatory to try and make the playoffs. Uh, 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 so uh, then, I hear that, and I go. I think the Sacramento Kings hate their fans. I think <laughs> I, <laughs> I think they really do because the heartache that these fans go through on a daily basis. Oh my Jesus. You know what I was like when I just heard you say that? 
Uh, you heard just like, yeah. Yeah, he said, what the hell do you mean? We're not in the... What do you mean playoffs is not mandatory? <laughs> what the fuck is you out here for? <laughs> like, what the fuck does that even mean? What is weird? We are not in a playoff mandate. Well, then what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? What are you playing for? And they got a team full of goons. They're going to go out there and hurt everybody. <laughs> we gonna make the playoffs one way or another. <laughs> they going out there clotheslining motherfuckers. <laughs> Sabonis is gonna lead the league in technical fouls. Oh, he's coming and, fla- out and flagrant and flagrant twos. Just fucking. <laughs> he gonna get suspended Straight for thirty games. Lines. He gonna get suspended for thirty games. Come right back. <laughs> Another I mean, I, I don't I don't think Sabonis is that type of player. I'm just saying the visuals of it would be hilarious of just the whole team just being the we if we're not making it, nobody's making it. Oh, oh shit. A player figured, destroying the star player of the other team. That should be crazy. Uh, I mean, I just look at it going like, because I look at them going, I mean, they are on the cusp. They are like one of those teams that they have some pretty decent young talent. It's just the front office makes decisions that just is fucking horrific. Just absolutely terrible. I love it. So it's it's kind of like you you just gave up. Yeah, and a lot of people wanted to trade with them for that number four pick, um, but they took nothing. Yeah, so they just—I uh, mean, hey, if it works out for them, it works out for them. Good for Keegan Murray, but from what I've seen as a universal, you know, picture of what it was that sacramento kings fans were feeling it was a whole lot of pissed off fans i love it out there tickets finna be cheap <laughs> I hey some place i could drive to drive we, hey we might be able to get courtside for 50 bro we might be good hey i'm cool with that that's what i'm saying yeah. i need dirt cheap tickets let's go catch we can go catch a couple game, a couple kings games courtside we probably ain't gonna be able to see the Warriors and nobody like that. We might be able to catch nah, a team. That'll be a Warriors gonna shoot the fuck up to a thousand dollars. But yeah, no, we'll probably go see them when they're playing like Orlando or the Lakers. Or <laughs> the Lakers might be still cheap. They ain't make the playoffs last year. I mean, it's still LeBron, but yeah, I was I'm saying like it's just because LeBron James. He might not even play though, so shit. He he might take that as one of those days off. Like, give a fuck about Sacramento. What the hell am I going to play against Sacramento for? Well, I mean, that was his first game ever in the NBA in Sacramento. Well, what is that? Is Sacramento supposed to hold some sentimental place in LeBron James's heart now because of that? Well, it does. That's what he said. He said that. Yeah. Because that was his first ever. So then you know what needs to happen. Well, he need to buy them. <laughs> Sacramento needs to. <coughs> <coughs> it won't even let me get it out. 
Wow. <laughs> Sacramento needs to draft Bronny James. That's what needs to happen. See now, why would you why would you wish that devil on him, Ricky Bobby? I'm not saying he has to stay there forever. Shit. Just enough for just enough for LeBron James to play, you know, play with him there in Sacramento for that one year. Nah, I don't wish LeBron, that neither one of them. LeBron right. James, LeBron James retires. He goes signs a one day contract with Cleveland, retires a, a Cleveland Cavalier, and then unretires and goes signs a contract with Miami. And then goes and does it with Cleveland again. Just kind of how his career went. He'll just unretire and retire. <coughs> but yeah, that's what Sacramento needs to do. They need to get LeBron James on their team somehow. And the only way to do it is to get Bronny James on their team. And I don't think at this point they should give a damn whether or not it's the number one pick. Because technically you're getting two players with that. <laughs> with that pick, you're getting Bronny and you're getting LeBron. So, would I wish that on anybody? I don't know, man. Depends how much I... Uh, you know what? I, I look at it this way. LeBron went to Sacramento and took them to an NBA Finals and won. I would give him the greatest player of all time. I think so. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think you would kind of have to. <coughs> if LeBron James took the Sacramento Kings with the roster that they have now to the NBA Finals and won, not only would he be a hero in Sacramento, he would be looked at as, yeah, he's the greatest player of all time. He made a dog shit team into a champion. I mean, he did that in Cleveland. <laughs> the problem is he didn't win it. He didn't win it in Cleveland. When, at that time, when he when he didn't have the loaded, when he had the shit, shit squad. I mean, honestly, LeBron low-key had a, a, a home-built team when he won it then, too, low-key. Low-key. Because Kyrie was the number two man, and Kyrie was drafted to Cleveland. He was number one pick. Yeah, but LeBron, LeBron came back to Cleveland after Kyrie had already been there for like two, three years. Yeah, but shit, yeah. I mean, because he Kyrie was, was under the impression that he was. That's what I'm saying. Kyrie had that ego problem back then. He was under the impression that fucking he was going to be the one to take the team. Then LeBron comes Kyrie back was, and all that kind of stuff. I mean, he got a ring out of it. He, he was the last four years shot. removed out of high school. People forget Kyrie only played 11 games at Duke. He only played 11 games and sat the entire time, and then the motherfucker went number one overall. And he basically was only – he was four years removed out of high school when LeBron got there. I mean, it's understandable that he had a, a young ego. He had a young mind. He was young. Like, he goodness gracious. Like, like people be saying, thinking, like, like, let the man grow, have growing pains and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was still yeah. young shit. And then now that he said what he said, it's like, yeah, it makes sense. He don't grew. He don't became a man. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's a grown man now. And he's making, he's having more conscious thoughts because he's a grown man now. It's a different, different perspective on life. So, yeah, he could say, like, shit, like, yeah, I probably should have stayed with LeBron. We would have won more than one more. We would have won more than one. 
You know what I'm saying? Which is very true because if they would have stayed, the Warriors won the fucking one. And that's really real. The Warriors, because KD would have did it two years and then dipped out, LeBron would have been right back. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be right back. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. LeBron would have stayed, and then it, it's the and then that that's when I would be given the credit, like he would stay and the team would build, and him and, and Kyrie would turn into that greatest duo of all time, start monikers, you know, shit. So that's turning that's Cleveland into a champion. That story would have been a great story, but that's not how it went down. Yeah, because of again, it's Cleveland. Like, think about it. It's still Cleveland at the end of the day. Like, that plays a lot of fucking part of like, do I actually want to be the fuck out here? Like, <laughs> like <laughs> do I want to be in the same city as the Cleveland Browns? Do I really want to be here? I don't well, want to be in Cleveland. Look, I hey, look, <laughs> bro. Deshaun Watson thought he can go to Cleveland and hide, and that didn't work. Before. Honestly, bro, I'm gonna be honest with you. Before we get into that, I knew these motherfuckers wanted money. He don't sell. Well, I don't know. At this point, the last time I looked at it, he settled twenty out of twenty four cases. Uh, he 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 definitely uh, settled some cases. But before we get into that, for a quick second, uh, you guys already know. Um, we talked about it during the raised intro, but uh, we got to talk about it again because Gunner Sports has been uh, pretty essential uh, to the lives of a lot of kids um, and what they're doing for their community, uh, for the kids to get better at the game of football and to become a better human being. Um is something that we here at the Jabos respect uh, to a very high degree. And uh, again, with Leslie Jackson, the CEO, Gunner Sports Academy, uh, the ones who bring you the Bay Area Cali Classic, the one that's going to blow up and revolutionize how the All-Star game is played. Um, parents, if you want your kid to get better, this is who you want to be with. Coaches, if you want your kids, your school to get exposed um, and be a part of something that's going to grow and be special, this is what you want to do. So Gunner Sports Incorporated, Leslie Jackson, the CEO of Gunner Sports Academy in the Bay Area, California. We appreciate Gunner Sports for being with us and allowing us to continue to cover the Bay Area Cali Classic every single year. We can't wait for the next one to come up very soon. And uh, the coverage is going to be a lot better than what we had last time, I promise you guys. Um, But yeah, parents, coaches, get on it. Get to it. Gunner Sports, appreciate you guys. Um, Let's see. I got it. With the computer being all slow, uh, <laughs> can't really see on that. I mean, it's showing up pretty easily on my phone side, but at least on the computer, it's very shaky. Um, Deshaun Watson. 
where do we start? Um, so apparently he settled 20 out of the 24. But the more information that comes, the more information that comes out. Why are you going to do really like that? <laughs> Davis knocked in cold, bro. Some of the details that are coming about this whole thing are just, they get worse and worse and worse. And I saw one day, apparently, you know, while he was getting the massage, that Sean was like dry humping the table and shit and all that. I was like, what the hell is going on here? Um, but everybody is waiting for the NFL to cast a judgment. And they have yet to do that. Why? Don't know. I mean, you might as well do it the whole year, especially until a lot of this stuff kind of gets ironed out. Um, I mean, the Browns are only paying a million dollars this year anyway. I mean, and not even that, because that gets voided because he'd be suspended anyway. So it's not like he's losing any money. The Browns made sure to kind of get loophole around that deal. Um, I don't know, man. The more I kind of look at this, the more I kind of go like, how much of this stuff is like, what we would assume before was a setup by the Texans to now looking at it going, is there a possibility that Sean Watson is just this like massage therapist fetish seeking motherfucker? Is there a point in time we have to maybe look at that as a possibility? All right. Um I'm still on the I'm still on the fence about this because this is in civil court. This is not like a regular court case to win. This is factual evidence. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't heard it to actually be true. Like, is this, does any of this make it true? Because we're hearing one side of the situation. I like, mean, when you settle? I mean, honestly, again, like I said, like I said, I've said for the first two years of this show, Big Ben's a fucking rapist. So Big Ben settled. Does that make him a rapist? Yeah. I mean, according to you, it does. I mean, again, that's why I'm saying. <laughs> if Deshaun, that's what I'm saying. By that, by that logic, I mean, that's why I said. If if <laughs> he fucking did it, he did it. You know what I'm saying, like, we did, it, he did it. I'm not gonna see him make a scene, but I'm like I said, I'm still on the fence. Like even the big man shit, though, bro. Like I be saying that shit, bro, but I don't know. Like even that situation, like I don't know, bro. Like I still, like looking back on it, like I really, like really had to think, like. I don't know if this man really was out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been a situation like Deshaun. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I don't know. That boy probably, that boy is probably, a, he probably a nasty little freak. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, look. A little, I, that's what I'm saying. Because, like, the more I look at it, the more I'm going, like, he might be just, he might have a little bit of a problem. <laughs> he, he, uh, he might need to go, uh, check into some sort of rehab to get this looked at because uh, this might get him into some serious fucking trouble later on down the line if it hasn't already. 
I'm gonna be honest with you. At, at this point, I feel like all these motherfuckers need to be got down on a lot of tech tests at this point. Like, fuck the let's let's get this shit over with. Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, let's get, to, let's get to the nitty gritty. If we're really gonna talk about change for the better, and you really want to set an example of what it is to, you know, be on the side of, you know, either uh, racial and social uh, justices to uh, women's rights to everything else like that, if you take out a whole fucking cleaning system and go, all right, anybody who has done this or everything. Fucking gone. Once you start going and doing that, people are just going to keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it. But I mean, with John Gruden saying that he's not done talking about other shit that went down, you know, Dan Snyder is probably going to lose his ownership of the commanders. There's so many scandals. And I mean, we've talked about it before the, the, the amount of when Ray Rice got a two-game suspension for you know knocking his wife out in the, in the elevator, fucking crazy. You know, like a two-game suspension. I'm like, really, two? That's the crazy two part. That's like, like. So I'm thinking about it, going like, they don't really. At least by by the action of their suspension, they do not give a shit about the victim in this case. The only question that they ask is, is it a criminal or civil case? If it's a criminal case, then suspended indefinitely. If it's not, if it's a civil case, it's kind of whatever. Domestic or otherwise. Because they obviously don't give a shit about the domestic abuse aspect. Aspect. I'm telling you, these motherfuckers, these motherfuckers want to murder. Bro. I seriously feel that way. I'm telling you, like honestly, this shit. See, this ain't like the Big Ben situation. It like, would be easy. Like, it would be easier for them if it were shitty players that nobody cared about was getting into this type of stuff. Nah. But it's the fact that you're having superstar players. Who you put up on a pedestal as, you know, these great players that can do no wrong, big time role models and everything like that. It's when you get footage of them doing it where you go, well, fuck, if we get him off the field for a whole year, the quality of the game isn't going to be that great. You know, just kind of it's a horrible mindset, but it's, it's all business mindset. But I'm saying, like, if you really want to invoke change, that's how you do it. You be no nonsense, no bullshit. Well, then, if that's what I'm saying. If you're going to do that, then you got to actually find out what the real truth is. You can't. Oh, you I'm can't. Just, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I said I, I sit. I still feel like this shit was just too coincidental. Soon as the show leave, I want to leave now. Now you got all these motherfucking cases. That shit sounds too coincidental. That's why I said that's different. It, situation. It does seem super coincidental. You say the Vince McMahon situation? I said Big oh, Ben. Man. Oh, Big Ben. Well, the Vince McMahon situation, too. That You talk about somebody who doesn't give a shit 
about the victims or anybody he may have affected. You're talking about Vince fucking McMahon. As soon as allegations and all that stuff hit about him, that dude didn't give a fuck. He still showed up on SmackDown and Raw. Didn't care. Front of the cameras and everything. Said a couple of words through the mic, walked the fuck out. And everybody cheered him. And I was like, hold on. We're talking about somebody who had an affair, passed around a fellow employee to another fellow employee, paid them off to keep them quiet, and countless other things. You can look at the history of WWE. Real de- and I love the memes that go around real like professional wrestling, like WWE fans and everything else like that. None of them are surviving. Or are surprised by these allegations. Absolutely no one is. Um, so that's one part of it that's kind of like, if everybody knows that this is something that Vince would do, why the fuck is he still even around? Why is he... I mean, obviously it's his company, but it's a publicly traded company now. He's had to step down from the board as C, you know, the chairman CEO. He's had to do that, but that doesn't mean he can't be on TV. It's his product. He doesn't have to be a member of the board to be a character on the show. You know, that's why it's kind of like, y'all really don't give a shit. And the fans kind of, you know, cheering it on confuses the shit out of me. You know, you would expect with the information that came out that if Vince McMahon came out, he would be getting booed. But he was getting cheered. People were doing the typical Vince McMahon bowing down to him. And everything. And I'm like, something is wrong with this picture. And it's not good at all. You know, what I'm seeing here is not, you know. And, and that's what I'm saying, like, with Deshaun Watson. One, the Browns kind of shot themselves in the foot because now they're contemplating whether or not they need Baker Mayfield if Deshaun Watson's going to get. But I think, <laughs> I think the owners are hold having Goodell hold off on the sentencing because they know that the Browns are waiting on uh, whatever suspension that Deshaun Watson is going to get in order to make a decision at quarterback. And I think the owners are like, no, 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 no. They wanted to fucking hike up the price and guarantee the full money and wanted to completely reset the fucking system, all while not even knowing if he was cleared for any of this shit. With the whole $1 million loophole. No, no, let's let him sit here and fucking sweat it. It's a, let them get past to the point where they're literally forced to make a decision of whether they either take whatever trade comes their way or they release them or, you know, it's all dead cat. You know, so it's kind of like they need to make that decision quick. And I think the owners around the league are like, oh, let them fucking sweat it. Let them sweat it a little bit. Fuck that. Cleveland Browns have been, you know. Get a little too full of themselves like Maybe come back and remind them that they're, th- they're still the Cleveland Browns. You know, Deshaun Watson, all you want. You're still the Browns. The Texans had Deshaun Watson, but still only won two games. What does that tell you? 
they ain't had nobody around that boy. That boy won two games by himself. <laughs> that That's boy also won two true. games by himself. Yeah, that is right? also very true. <laughs> But again, man, that's what I'm saying. Like, I look at this whole thing, it's just kind of like there's so much shit that could be done. And it's kind of hypocritical because, you know, the NFL does all this branding and marketing and all this other shit, you know, the awareness, breast cancer awareness. And now they go to domestic violence awareness and all this other kind of stuff that they sit here and say that they give a shit about, yet their actions say a completely different story. Um, but hey, it is what it is. That's what the NFL's been for a you know long period of time, and everybody's still watching. Um, although we may not agree with uh what it is the owners and the higher ups and stuff like that are doing. Um, the aspect that the guys on the field are busting their ass and work their ass off to get to that point is something that especially us as players, we, you know, respect um, and still, you know, give them praise where it's due. Again, we are very much, you know, if they did it, fuck them. You know, wipe your hands clean and move the fuck on. If they didn't, hey, let's try to make amends somehow, some way. You know, you may not have done it, but you need to prove yourself, you know, here going forward. And then go from there. You start winning games, and that's what they say. Winning makes people forget everything. Yeah, so once you get to that point, you know, you're good. But right now, the Browns' uh, nuts are inches away from the combine. And and, and it's they're getting to be real crunch time for Cleveland right now. Um, but there's rumors that Baker's going to Seattle. Which I would love. I would love if Baker Mayfield came to Seattle. You know why? Because then that would guarantee that we would beat Seattle's ass two times a year every single year. That's gonna bite I you. would love the shit out of that. That's going to bite you in the ass. No, it's not. That's no, it's not. That's going to bite you in smooth nope. ass. That'll tell you. Nope. It's going to get, get real short. I'm, I'm not going to let you fucking convince me about this. Otherwise, hey, Baker Mayfield. You got to convince Baker, Baker Mayfield going to the Seattle Seahawks only makes it easier for the red and gold to do their thing. No, it don't. That's the only thing it does. I'm trying to tell you, Coach Rara going to bring the best out of Baker. I'm telling hey, you. My you, ass. You, hey, look. Nope. <laughs> it ain't going to happen. Don't get it. I'm trying to tell you. Hey, look. Nope. Pete went out there and had a 5'9 quarterback go to the Super Bowl two times, bro. That shit. Hey, it's, Russell Wilson's different. Man, all right. <laughs> all right. Baker Mayfield is not. We Russell only can Wilson. see. We only can see when he goes. Right, well, we going to see in Denver. We're going to see. Baker Mayfield is going to be skipping the ball to DK, and he's going to be like, fuck that. I'm going to pull an Odell. I want out. This man says that same shit. That same shit is going to happen. DK is going to want out halfway through the year because Baker can't get him the fucking ball. Okay, I'm trying Watch. to tell you. Hey, Coach Rara gonna bring the best out of Baker. Why? Man. Why? Because when Seattle and LA play each other, and DK and Odell come up to, because Odell's gonna sign with LA. It's only a matter of time before that happens. Um, they come and hug each other. Go, hey, bro. I'm just telling you, you can get out and go somewhere else, because uh, 
He ain't it. And it and it proves the fact that no other team has even attempted to make a trade for him. Further tells me that he's not at all. They ain't got nothing to do with it. They ain't got he's on the he's, he's on the same level as Jimmy G with everybody else. Nobody really wants him. No, no. Everybody, everybody, everybody knows and understands that they are the quarterbacks that you can win with him, but you can't win because of them. Look, They're not I'm, the reason why you will win the game. I'm telling you right now, they, they can ride the coattails though. If Baker yeah. was so trash, then why Pittsburgh wanted him? That's because Pittsburgh got too cocky and shot themselves in the fucking foot. I remember how that whole thing went down. Started off with Juju and the TikToks. Then Claypool started coming out, getting too full of himself because he was a rookie, getting fucking double-digit touchdowns. Started off the season 11-0, and getting up. Oh, we're going to the Super Bowl. And then the fucking Browns beat him to get into the playoffs. They thought that would be fine. It's an easy ticket to the next round. And we talked about it before. That was the biggest collapse. No, I don't. I, what are you talking about? I said Pittsburgh wanted Baker, like in free agency. They, they wanted him. No. Why? What do you For mean? What? They want, before the draft, they wanted Baker, but they didn't want to pay the $18 million. That's really the thing is. That's Baker's in that position. Baker's in that position. Then where they he, wanted. They then the, the only reason why Pittsburgh would have wanted Baker is solely on the fact that they would use the fact that hey, Baker, we get to play the Browns two times a year, and you get to take all your anger out on them every single year. Nah, twice. See, a I'm year. saying you. You are really did you like downgrading this dude? Like you saying this dude has. Honestly, this honestly, I for you, I think it's the Oklahoma shit. But it's like for everybody else, it's like they just really be just shitting on this man. He was hurt last year. The year before that, they won a lot of games. I'm like, why would he get a big coach and win a lot of games and then get hurt the next year? Like, come on, he hurt because he got to throw more passes because both his running backs hurt. Like, what what do you expect? (laughs) What do you expect? (laughs) Like, you lose both running backs, both of your running backs. You lose both of them. You got to throw more. Now you get hurt. How's that an excuse? That's that's a part of. That's pretty obvious what was going to go on. That's any if he team. He got hurt. He should have just stayed on the sideline. But he was a detriment well, to his team because his in retrospect, yeah. In retrospect, yeah, you can say that. But at the exact same time, then it's he. Damn if he do. Damn if he don't. That's kind of the position Baker be in in most of these sides. No, because I would have given. I would have given that to him. Like if he got, we gonna call him soft. They're going to say Baker's no. soft. He's a young crybaby. He's soft. He can't play. I'm, ta- injury. Look, I'm talking about. Well, you should have stayed on the sideline, bro. Like, I'm know. talking about just me. Oh, man. How I look at it. If he would have stayed out, I would have been. He was hurt. He stayed out. You know, he didn't want to be a detriment to his team. He would rather, you know, heal up to become 100% and come back. Instead, Obviously, he's not hurt enough. Hey, I can play. All right. If you can play, I'm not. You, well, any excuse that you have. Oh, I don't want to hear at the end of the game. If you played like shit, oh, I was hurt. Well, if you were hurt, you shouldn't have played the game and been no, a detriment to your fucking team. That's how I look at it. The overall record is because the man played hurt. He tried to play hurt because now you don't lost your starting quarterback, your two running backs. You don't lost Odell. You don't pretty much lost Jarvis. 
You lost yeah. like you don't lost pretty much your whole offense. He, he lost it because it's been a universal thing with people in that locker room that Baker Mayfield is not a leader. He's well, a selfish human because being. Because he's immature. Like, that's the reason. Because imma, imma, immature or whatever the fuck is. He's still got to grow. He's still not got no. If you, he's if gonna, you've basically been coddled your whole life and you just start like in out of your house. But like, what? What's Four that? Uh, it's for real, for real. Because in college, they basically was treating you like you at home. What's you that? You've been outside of home four years, and you trying to grow and develop. It's like, yeah, come on, man. This man ain't what's, been outside of coddling for years. Long about what's, four, five years. What's, what's that league? Uh, uh, Johnny Manziel's in right now. That that fan controlled league. Is that what it's called? The fan controlled league. Yeah, something like that. Baker Mayfield will be in that league within the next three years. See, that's the thing I'll be trying to get you to understand. Like, Nate, your hate is real strong because it, it don't got nothing to validate it. It, don't, it really don't got nothing to validate it. Like, I promise you, like, you look at the Browns, the Browns that's why I be I, I, I said I said the same thing about Johnny Manziel. People looked at me like, oh, you're fucking crazy, and look what happened. What I said Johnny Manziel wasn't going to be shit outside of college, and everybody's like, no, 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 Johnny Manziel. He's going to be the one to turn it around to Cleveland. And look what fucking happened to him. He didn't I take said that. serious. That had nothing to do with about- Baker. No, what? How is that the same? No, it's not. You don't see Baker in Vegas getting fucked up on liquor and cocaine and then trying to come play a football game. Like, you don't see Baker doing that. Like, they're not. Baker might, Baker might be smarter. He might be telling people no cameras. <laughs> Johnny Manziel, you ain't got to tell people no cameras when you're in the middle of the strip loaded doing I'm Johnny football. Like, come on, bro. He that man was turned up back then. Yeah, he's you know pretty fucked up. Yeah, like but, they can't do that. I'm just saying, as far as it's like, yeah, the only thing that you can compare them, they both got drafted to the Browns. But it's like, come on, man. Like, I like some players just being shit situations. The man started off in a shit situation. He got a good coach. They win eleven games. The next year, the man got was hurt. It really, was it really a shit situation? He already had yeah. a pretty set group of wide receivers and running backs and everything. That's how he got there. So he's already kind of set up when he got. He just didn't have the coaching. That's Chubb the wasn't there yet. Was. Chubb or Hunt wasn't there. Kareem Hunt was a chief, and oh, Chubb sure. wasn't drafted yet. They wasn't set up for shit. <laughs> That's how they got Baker number one overall. <laughs> They should have got somebody else. Man, I, I feel like I agree because I feel like Baker in a better situation would have probably worked out better. That's why I say Coach Rara gonna get the best out of him because their personality is gonna match, and he gonna he gonna develop that man into a man. Yeah, you know, DK's that's gonna look at him go like this little punk ass motherfucker thinks he. Does. You gotta you gotta think about it. If the coaches he had in Cleveland all looked at him like, oh, he's just a young little shit. You know what I'm saying? And none of them tried to like because he is just a young little shit. He's what? not as good as he thinks he is. All right, cool. That's but then the at some point in time, again, he has to have a humble moment. You gotta have you gotta be able to coach that. You he's gonna be in, he's <laughs> gonna be in he's gonna be in the scrub league soon. And next thing you know, we're gonna be seeing him on college game day. College game day announcing within the he's next few years. I mean, he, he he's actually, not even he's not even gonna get an NFL primetime job. He's gonna get a fucking college game day job. Like late ass slot in the studio. He's not even going to be at the stadium. He's going to be in the studio at like the midnight part, giving like a 30 second monologue. 
And oh, he's going to bite you in the ass. I'm telling you, he's going to go over there with those rah-rah. I can't wait to laugh about it when it happens. Real quick. Ladies. in Seattle. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we appreciate you guys for hanging out with us here um, on the Offer Joppos. We are finally back after uh, a little bit of time off. Um, but uh, we're back here on StreamYard. Uh, all of the uh, setup and everything else like that is looking better. Production is looking a whole lot better once we get kind of master the whole setup. And I finally get the right equipment um, to be able to get all this shit done. Um, you're going to be looking at a whole lot better uh, All Pro Joppa's podcast. But again, we appreciate you guys for hanging out with us here. Um, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch, and on Twitter, uh, social media handles. You guys already know Tomato Bros Productions for both YouTube and Facebook. Uh, PVP Studios on Twitch, and obviously the All Pro Jopos Twitter handle, the Jopos AP, to be able to see us live and um, be with everything like that there. Logical senses. Uh, we had an episode this last uh, Saturday. A quick pop-up episode because of the crazy shit that's been going on in this country. Um, I think we'll be having another episode tomorrow. I believe talking about uh, how we've gotten to be a very oversensitive, easily offended uh, society. Uh, so that's probably going to piss a few people off. But uh, we have a logical way of thinking about it. So uh, come talk with us. And we'll come figure it out together. Uh, but again, thank you guys for hanging out with us here. All Pro Jopos. Uh, for myself, JP. For Country K. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. Deuces. Say it. Aww. Aloha, people.